Welcome to Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Today, I'm going to do this show about how we need to make time for our health and how important it is to find the time to take care of yourself. Welcome to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show, a podcast advocating wellness, life, and healing from within. With 38 years in practice, 50,000 patients, and over 1 million chiropractic adjustments, here's your host, Dr. Daniel Abector. My name is Dr. Daniel Abector. I'm a doctor of chiropractic, and stay tuned. We're going to do this show to show you how you can take care of yourself and make, you know, make time for your health and how we have plenty of time to uh, take care of ourselves and our health. So I talk to patients all the time about taking time for their health. Everybody comes in and they say, well, you know, I got to go back to work. I've been hurting for the last 20 years, but I got to, you know, I got to go back to work tomorrow. And, you know, and I, you know, basically I have to sit down with my patients and tell them, hey, listen, you know, this didn't just happen yesterday. It took a while for this to happen. So we need to make some changes in your life. So um, what I hear from patients all the time is, I don't have time. I'm too busy. I can't go to the gym. I, you know, there's too, not enough hours in the day. I can't listen to this lecture. I have to go, you know, I'm in a hurry. Um, I can't read a book. I can't, you know, educate myself on, you know, taking care of myself like you want me to. Listening to a podcast, I mean, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you know, nobody has time anymore. There's just not enough hours in the day. That's what everybody always says. So the hospital is full of people that did not take time for their health and they got sick and they made excuses. It is so much easier to take care of your health by taking a pill. Or it's so much easier to just have surgery and do bariatric surgery if you're, you know, if you want to lose weight. Or it's so much easier to just have plastic surgery and make some decisions that are, you know, can be harmful. Or, you know, if you have back problems, it's so much easier to just go and say, well, I'm just going to have surgery. And that, that is just not the solution. So I was listening to a lecture Saturday night. I was uh, at a lecture and the, the, the wife of one of the chiropractors, you know, spoke up and she, she's a realtor and she's a very, very busy lady. She also owns a daycare. She's a wife. She's a mom of two kids. She cooks, she cleans. And she was talking about, she was lecturing about if you think you're too busy to take care of yourself, she says, think about this. There is 168 hours in a week. Think, you know, 24 hours a day times 7 is 168 hours. If you sleep 9 hours a night, that's about 56 hours per week. If you go to work and you're working 50 hours a week, you're talking about 106. Now we're left from 168, we're left with 62 hours a week to do whatever you want, to go to the gym. Now, if you're not working and you're not sleeping, you need those 62 hours to take a shower, to, to eat, to, to, to clean, to cook, to drive the kids to school, to spend time with your kids. 
you know, and how productive are we with our time? What do we do with our time? You need, you know, we need to read so we can educate ourselves. We need to learn. We need to go to the gym. You know, we have all this time to do all these things. We have to learn how to cook a healthy meal. It takes time to cook a meal. So and this is the interesting part of the whole lecture is that the average person spends six to eight hours a day on this device called telephone. It's easy to check the counter on your phone to see where you're at as far as how much time you spend on your phone. So do yourself a huge favor. Look at the counter to see how much time you spend in the average per day. And this all started last week. One of my patients, this 13 years old girl, had this horrible posture. And it was very obvious that, you know, she wasn't taking care of herself. So I said to her, I said, do me a favor, you know, turn your phone on and see how much time you spend a day on the phone. And she did. She listened to me. And the counter said she spent 10 hours per day on the phone. Now, if you multiply that times seven, that's the average. That's 70 hours a week for a child that's 13 years old. So the average person spends six to seven to eight hours a day on the phone on, you know, doing things on social media, emails, can be work. And, you know, but the bottom line is, you know, we spend a lot of time. So how present are we as a mom or as a dad or as a doctor or as a friend, you know, if we spend that much time on the phone? You know, how present are we with our health? How present are we with our family? I see women walking down the street where I live, you know, walking the kids on the stroller, and they're on the phone the whole time. How connected are they with that child, you know, that's in the stroller? I see the kids at dinner. I, I go to dinner all the time with my family. And we do these family holiday dinners and the kids on the phone, I mean, 24-7, watching YouTube or social media or TikTok or, you know, during the whole meal. So the lady was lecturing. She talked about how disconnected of a disconnected person she was. And she spent a period of her time and her life that she was not connected so she committed to, with a friend not to check her phone from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And what she would do, being that she was a realtor, she would check it at the end of the hour, like at 6 o'clock. She would check the phone for you know, a minute or two to make sure there was no emergencies. And uh, she would check it at 7 o'clock. And then, of course, she would have her phone at 8 o'clock. So she committed to being present with her family and during that three hours she would you know be with her family and her kids and the first day she explained that it was very difficult she realized that really nobody really needed her that really nobody called and nobody sent a message and nobody nobody she wasn't as important as she thought she was and you know again the first few days were difficult and what she realized is that it wasn't that people needed her, it was that she had a problem. And that she was looking for her phone, trying to grab an imaginary phone, which wasn't there. Most of us put our phone on the back pocket, so she kept putting her hand on the back pocket, looking for her phone, and it wasn't there. 
she kept hearing imaginary vibrations. And, you know, it's a problem because we are basically addicted and we think that, you know, we need to check on that phone on a regular basis. Now, we have a problem, but the kids also have a problem. And one of the problems with, you know, doing this is we lose our creativity because we're not able to think on our own. We're like connected to the social media. And it's not just the social media, it's also the TV. It's the same concept. It's also, you know, the emails and it's also all these things that we occupy our mind with. And now we're, we're not, you know, we're just not connected with the world. We're connected with another world where we're being brainwashed by whatever we're watching, whether it's the news, the TV or the phone or the social media. listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. The bottom line is time is a valuable commodity and it's given to us as a gift and we need to make the best of that time and either we're going to use our time properly and be productive or we're going to be with our family and spend the time, you know, quality time with our family, or we're just going to be connected to that phone or whatever else we watch. Older people are not on the phone so much. They watch the news all the time. So the worst excuse we can use is I don't have time. Because if you're spending seven, eight hours a day on the phone, you multiply that times seven that's 56 hours. Already, we only have 62 hours left. And once we put the sleep out of the way, so how much time do we spend in the wrong places? And how important is it to choose and make the right decision? decisions about what we do with our time? Like that lady that spoke that said, I am not touching the phone from five to eight and I'm going to be with my family or my husband or my, you know, my kids or, you know, doing something that I want to do. So taking care of our health is the most valuable thing we can do for ourselves. And we have to make time for our health. How do we take care of our health? Well, we have to make the right decisions. We have to educate ourselves. It takes time to educate yourself. What do you have to do to educate yourself? You have to, to read a book or listen to a lecture or listen to a podcast or, you know, just educate yourself and learn. We have to strengthen our immune system. And that is something that's really important. We have to eat healthy. Mentally, we have to be positive. What do we put in our computer? The computer is our brain. And either we put positive things or we put negative things. We have to have more faith in the body healing itself. Living in fear like most people are doing these days is detrimental, can destroy your health. So you got to live in faith, not in fear. Exercising or being active is so important. If you don't use it, you lose it. If you're not active, you're going to be stagnant and you're not moving around. Guess what's going to happen to your knees? Especially as you get older, what's going to happen to the shoulders? 
You know, you're not going to be able to move. How many people come to my office and they say, I can't raise my shoulder. Why? Because I've been sitting on the computer eight hours a day for the last 20 years and I never use my shoulders. I don't move my shoulders. Watching too much TV is not good. I refuse to watch the news. Nothing positive comes out of there. Meditating three times a day for me is crucial. Why? To clear my mind so I can be one and present with my patients, my family, my friends, and my kids. One of the things I live by my whole life is that I feel is really important is these three words, loving, serving, and giving. And I've been doing that for the last 30 years, not you know, to my friends and my family and my patients, not expecting anything in return, just doing it for the heck of it, just because I want to, because that's something I like and something I believe in. That's been my motto my whole life. Not holding grudges with people, forgiving people, especially we got to forgive ourselves for whatever is going on. Being 100% present, I'm going to say it one more time, my family, my kids, and my patients. How many times you go to the doctor and the doctor is not there, he's not present. You know, his mind is occupied with other things, you know, things that are going on. Meditation is what clears my mind. In the morning, I don't go to work. I don't start working without meditating before I go to work. Having a purpose in life is so important. You know, you got to have something to do. You got to have a purpose. You got to have something that makes you alive and that, you know, keeps you busy and that keeps your mind occupied and gives you a reason to live, right? Every day is a blessing. Live your life to the fullest and, you know, really enjoy every day. Wake up in the morning and say positive, you know, positive thing. Today's a beautiful day. Even if, you, if it's not, even if it's raining, guess what? The plants are happy. They love it. So it's all positive. Everything is positive. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens because it's meant to be and everything is good. There's nothing bad that happens to us. So... It's just a different perspective on life. And, you know, I hope this helped. I hope the information I give you today helps you a little bit. And maybe you'll pick up something and, you know, share it with some of your friends. And, uh, you know, pass on the podcast, you know. Look us up on Instagram, on Facebook. Subscribe and share, 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 share. Send the information to your friends. You know, help us spread the word about, you know, what we're teaching in Cloverleaf Chiropractic. And we'll talk the next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Please subscribe and leave a helpful review. 